Welcome to VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards, a daily podcast bringing you an inside look at the Vegas Golden Knights 2023 playoff run. I'm Brian McCormick with the Golden Knights, sitting in for Justin Russo on Sunday, April 30th. While the Golden Knights await the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, they now know who their opponent will be after the Edmonton Oilers finish off the LA Kings in six games. And while we know there's nothing quite like being at T-Mobile Arena during the Stanley Cup playoffs, those who can't make it down to the Strip can still have a virtual front row seat courtesy of the Golden Knights' social media channels. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, what have you, fans can dive into the Stanley Cup playoff action looking behind the curtain and through the lens of VGK admins, or as we call them, Gordon Weigers and Kaylee Allard. On today's episode, Gordon and Kaylee clue us into the joys of covering the VGK up close and in person, the fun relationships they form with the players because of it, and what they love to hear from fans like you. Thanks, Brian. And a happy Sunday to you. By now, our listeners are familiar with the voices of Darren Millard and Dan Duva and Ashley Weiss and uh, the rest of the bullpen that's called upon for the VGK Today podcast. Some unfamiliar voices today, uh, Gordon Weigers and Kaylee Allard here from the Golden Knights social media team. Kaylee, how's it going? I'm great. Uh, we're having a great weekend. The boys were buzzing at practice and we're preparing for round two, so everything's great. Everything is great. The vibes are high. Uh, yesterday, the Golden Knights were on the ice uh, on Saturday at City National Arena for a full team practice. Uh, a couple of players uh, were out for maintenance days, uh, but the energy was high on the ice. Uh, if, if you follow the Golden Knights on, on social media, uh, you would have seen yesterday uh, some, some content from down by the ice of players smiling and laughing. And, uh, and Kaylee, you captured a good photo of, uh, of one player in particular with a, a pretty noticeable smile. Yeah, so uh, Ben Hutton, very lovable defenseman, he had some tape on his helmet that said Ben with a smiley face. We're still trying to figure out who the culprit is, but Ben was all smiles, all practice as he always is. So it was very fitting for his persona. Uh, we'll keep you updated though if we ever find out who put the tape on his helmet. There's always mystery pranks going on. Uh, that's that's kind of the beauty of, of this locker room and, uh, and and the vibes always being high and, and that doesn't happen without some characters in the room, which we'll get to later on. Uh, some players who you're probably fond of already, but maybe a peek behind the curtain will help nudge you over the edge of, of saying, you know, this player's, you know, among my core favorites. Uh, but... Before we get to that, just want to talk about the intensity of playoff hockey. We've seen it across the league uh, already so far in this postseason. A couple series already off to Game 7, and uh, you know the ones that have ended already, including the series between the Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. The, the intensity is there on the ice, but Kaylee, we're seeing it on social as well. Yeah, so obviously if you follow our Twitter, which if you're not, at Golden Knights. Nice. (laughs) Uh, So we're known for, you know, our creativity and sometimes when we can be cringe, but that's what makes us stand out from the crowd (laughs) and we embrace it. But uh, we obviously work very hard all year uh, to bring 
you know, our audience and our fans the best experience possible. And then that kind of just, we emphasize that tenfold during the playoffs because the intensity on the ice changes and so does our social strategy. So we're always busy, but we're even more busy with planning and how can we bring the best experience to our fans and our audience during the playoffs, especially when the vibes are high. We want to emphasize that on all socials and we want to bring everyone as close to the team as we can and just kind of broadcast how great the room is this year. Uh, we can't emphasize it enough. The players always talk about it, but we see it too on the social side. So we want to make sure everyone can experience that as much as possible when they scroll through our channels. And, and it's an emotional time of year for hockey where when Bruce Cassidy said this uh, in, I think his media availability the day after the Golden Knights lost game one to Winnipeg five to one in the playoffs you when you lose you feel like you're never going to win again and when you win you feel like you can't lose uh, I would say that that kind of translates over to to the Golden Knights social media and, and the way that our fans engage with us uh, when when things are going great the the positivity's there and and of course the the trolls uh, rear their heads uh, whenever they want really but uh, regardless of what's going on and when things are going bad you know we we hear you as well um, but it's it's that energy of our fans in the digital space that uh, you know, translates you know, pretty much the same way it does in the arena when uh, when things are going great the crowd is behind the guys and 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 the same thing uh, goes on social media so when the when the tension's high in a double overtime game or uh, or when everything's cooking along uh, in a in a series clincher four to one win in game five uh, we, we see the replies and we always appreciate the positivity. Um, speaking of which, uh, we, we've got some loyal followers who we'd like to call some attention to and, and thank them for their support and, uh, and make sure that we're celebrating the people who celebrate the work we do on, on social media. Uh, Kaylee, you've got one in particular who's, uh, especially in this playoff run, uh, maybe the last month of the season too, uh, this Twitter friend who's, who's become uh, part of our daily conversation. Yeah, shout out tech underscore 27. Uh, his handle or his username is his Z, or her. <laughs> yeah, his or her is Z tech 27. Uh, his picture is a cute dog. His or her picture is a cute little dog. And whoever you are, I love your replies and the positivity and the support. Uh, when we changed our profile picture to LB, your response was W profile picture. This goes hard. So we do recognize your replies and we always read them and we crack up because we think they're awesome and we love the support. So. Believe it or not, we do read the replies, sometimes more than others, but ZTech, you're awesome, and we appreciate <laughs> all of your uh, support. Oh, and I love the uh, Brassois is literally him. We will let him cook, so we second that, and we love it, so thank you. That's some of the best part about doing this for a living is you know we speak social media to each other out loud, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's something that... Uh, you know, if, if you heard a, a daily or a day-to-day -day conversation between the Golden Knights admins, you would you would think that it was a Twitter thread. Uh, and, and we appreciate the fans that uh, that use that internet speak with us uh, on social. Uh, if you if you follow the Golden Knights at Golden Knights, as Kaylee mentioned, that's two plugs now 
for our Twitter handle. Uh, you would have seen yesterday a tweet asking where the hashtag VGK Worldwide fam is at today. Uh, and, we, and there were some great responses that we'll, we'll take a quick scroll through here and, and make sure that our, our fans around the globe are celebrated. Uh, one that's been around for a long time, Joel Ireland in, I won't even try to pronounce the town name, Joel, I'm sorry, but he's in New Zealand, uh, tweeted a picture of, I guess Joel was out on the boat today. So uh, it's, a, it's a good day for a boat day here in Vegas today, isn't it, Kales? Yeah, boat vibes before it's 110 degrees. So got to enjoy the 70, 80 degrees and breezy. So It's playoff hockey weather it is in vegas it is right which is easier said than done when we go outside at 5 30 for a seven o'clock puck drop and it's still 106 and i'm in a suit and you're in your professional garb as well and we're uh maybe a little sweatier when we get back inside than when we went outside but yeah good thing the rink cools us off though because i'm always cold so and then i complain when i go outside and i'm always <laughs> hot but i'm an east coaster so i'm still warming up to it no pun intended pain is temporary content is forever kaylee don't ever forget that retweet <laughs> um let's see we've got our friend john who's playing roller hockey in irvine uh tweeted a photo uh to us uh playing some roller so keep the keep the inline game going shout out to linda in scotland uh the the uk representation was strong uh today charlotte in the uk uh we've got andy and henderson we've got edmo in indiana edmo's having a mimosa or something wearing the i assume it's a mark stone jersey with the captain's patch on cheers to our captain cheers to the captain uh steven's in manchester jim's in northern ireland Roberts in Holland. I guess when we tweeted this, it was a, a, a high-volume Twitter time in Europe. Uh, we've got Nerd Night in South Florida, a VGK fan deep in the heart of Panthers territory. So keep repping your gold and, and don't, let them, uh, don't let them get to you uh, as they're getting to the Bruins in this first-round series. Oh. <laughs> Too soon? Um, anyway, we've got a check-in from Spain. We've got German Raider in Germany. We've got jill in winthrop harbor illinois just kaylee you've you've been here for a year and and i know you've seen it uh the the support from fans around the world just what what is uh what what do you think when you when you see that you know coming from both of us come from the east coast where hockey is number one but but seeing that here out in the desert it's pretty electric i mean you know, everyone oh says hockey wouldn't work in the desert. Obviously, we know they were dead wrong. Um, but even me, never really being out west or never even expecting a team to be in the desert myself, it, I was just blown away by the passion when I moved here. And the fans are very knowledgeable, and they don't mess around with their Golden Knights, especially after the October 1 tragedy. I know it really brought the city together, which is incredible to see. And it's honestly one of the reasons I fell in love with hockey is because it's such a tight-knit community and to bring that out to the desert and the west coast where it's very prominent and you don't really think twice about it in the northeast but to bring that out here and to be able to see you know people that are Vegas born experience the joy of hockey in the NHL is just amazing so I'm glad that I can be a part of it and I can emphasize back back home to all my east coast family and friends how awesome hockey in the desert is and that it can work and that the fans make it work and that they are truly the golden knights are truly one of the best parts of the city i always say when i first got out here i came from the boston bruins organization and the last hockey game i worked before i got out here was game five bruins lightning maybe it was game four 
uh, anyway, Bruins and Lightning are playing in the second round, and TD Garden was absolutely jumping playoff hockey in Boston. It's it's a unique animal, and after that, went through the whole summer, ended up out in Vegas with the Golden Knights, and the next hockey game I attended was preseason Golden Knights Coyotes, and when I tell you the atmosphere in the building completely blew out the atmosphere in Boston. I, I mean that with, with all sincerity. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, so Vegas really has become a hockey city and we love seeing that in person at all the games where Kaylee and I are at every home game and then one of us is on the road, sometimes both of us, but we see it here as well. And uh, a hockey city, it, it truly is. As we look out the window of our office here, there's uh, what, maybe 50, 60 people on the ice getting a good skate in. Uh, so you can hear the the sounds of skates ripping through ice. You can hear the the music that everyone's dancing to, and maybe you can hear the uh, the sound of the water filter behind us, uh, where Goldie makes her residence, uh, the official team pet of the Golden Knights. There she goes swimming by. Uh, follow at VGK Fish on Twitter if you haven't already for updates from Goldie. Goldie says, "Glub, follow me." Yep. That's uh, that's a direct quote from Goldie. Uh, speaking of direct quotes from Goldie, uh, after Game 3 in Winnipeg, Golden Knights take the double overtime win against the Winnipeg Jets. Michael Amadio, the overtime hero, capitalizes on a, a puck that squirted out to him in the middle of the ice, puts it just by the ear of Connor Hellebuck and scores his first Stanley Cup playoff goal. Uh, Michael does his interviews after the game with Sportsnet and with, uh, I think it was an ESPN game or whatever it was. He, he was the hero. So he, he did his interviews. And then afterwards I went to give Michael a high five and, and he said, Hey, that was for Goldie. Eh? Uh, Michael, of course, one of the, one of the players in the, uh, launch video for Goldie. Uh, he's Goldie's become quite a, a talking point with Michael Amadio as we get into uh, a, a little peek behind the curtain, if you will, some little pictures of of players who aren't household names, but uh, these these little snippets and and day to day interactions hopefully will uh, will make you think of these players in a in a different light, maybe give you a little insight into into who they are as people. Uh, Kaylee, we we like to catch up with Michael in the locker room when we get a chance. How do you describe those interactions? Yeah, Ammo is fantastic. He won't really go out of his way to have a full-blown conversation with you, but if you go up to him and talk to him about something, he's really funny, and he will crack a smile and always have a conversation with you no matter what it's about. And uh, obviously, we're on the bench during warm-ups, and you know, the guys are definitely locked in. There's not much conversation ahead of a game, especially during playoffs but uh ammo has really taken goldie (laughs) under his wing because uh he will talk about goldie to us during warm-ups occasionally so we think she's really made a mark in his life we love to see that uh but ammo he's a man of few words but the words that he says are always interesting and funny so uh the guys love him in the locker room uh he definitely you know throws some chirps out there unexpectedly um so yeah ammo is definitely an honorable mention for me great personality smiley guy uh he just doesn't say a lot but if you get him at the right time he's a gem it's very abrupt humor where yes dry like it's clean cut just (laughs) 
meat and potatoes humor uh, yeah. from Michael. Uh, we, we also love having our conversations with Ben Hutton when uh, when the room's open. You mentioned the the smiley face on the on the helmet today. Uh, just I mean, the word beauty gets thrown around in hockey, doesn't it? But man, does it apply to Ben Hutton? Ben Hutton is also another gem. He, you can talk to him about anything and he's very talkative. So same kind of vibe as Ammo, but this guy will talk to you about anything. He always mentions how he loves dancing. I've even heard him sing. Uh, he asked me one time why I had two phones um, because we obviously do use a work phone for all of our content. And he began to rap and sing along to the song Two Phones by Kevin Gates. So uh, we actually mess with him and call him Ben Two Phones Hutton. And he'll hold the, you know, phone, do like the phone with his hands, the motion, hold up to his ears and do the little two phone stance. And he's also someone who's always kind of bopping around during warm ups and, you know, asking us like about the mix and if we could add certain songs to it that he likes. So he's a big personality in the locker room and uh, we love seeing him smiling. Uh, he's definitely a big jokester too. And he's just the type of guy that will get along with anyone, no matter who you are. So. Yeah, it's 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 always a treat crossing paths with Ben if it's you know, in the hallway at the rink or uh, even through the glass for a practice. Um, if if you've been paying close attention this year, uh, for a good stretch uh, during the season when uh, the Golden Knights decor was healthy and and Ben Hutton was the odd man out, he used a different tape job in warmups every game, and uh, you know he would get his warm up in and then hop off the ice and get a workout before he watched and, and cheered on his teammates. But uh, it, it's that, that little opportunity for humor for Ben when he's out on the ice and, and has a completely different tape job, usually pretty ridiculous looking. Uh, it's it's always, always a good time. And, and speaking of humor, it's hard to walk past Alec Martinez's stall without cracking a smile. Uh, you heard his conversation with Gary Lawless a few days ago where he was beaking his teammates uh, who were directly next to him uh, in Zach Whitecloud and Nicholas Haig. But uh, uh, Kaylee, we, we talked to Alec Martinez when we were in New York about a, a certain children's program that, that brought back a lot of nostalgia. So if none of you have ever heard Alec Martinez sing, he sings the Reading Rainbow theme song and he does it very well. And uh, he asked Gordon and I if we know about the show and we're like, of course, you know, classic, that song slaps, you know? <laughs> so he obviously had to give us his own rendition of it and continued to sing the Reading Rainbow theme song right in the locker room, uh, right next to Nicholas Haig as well. So Hager can uh, vouch for us on that, that he did in fact sing that song. And uh, Marty reminds me um, a lot of Marshy, uh, very vocal, also always chirping his teammates. Uh, he also has no filter, so you never really know what you're gonna get, but it's all uh, playful, fun, and humor. He will definitely mess with you, so you better watch your back around him. <laughs> but it's in the most positive way. Like, you know, if he messes with you, then he likes you and you guys are buddies. So uh, there's a really funny video we posted of him chirping Petrangelo about being his stallmate. So I'm sure some of you guys saw that on our Twitter, but that is basically the Marty that we get every day and the guys love him for it. So not only is he a veteran, but he has fun in the room and people really gravitate towards him because of that. And you mentioned Jonathan Marcheseau, who's on a, a bit of his own I think he's doing it for his own amusement, but he's on a, a bit of a kick right now where anytime he sees our phones out recording him, he'll say something like, stop following me, or what, what do you want? 
and uh, pardon the the Jonathan Marcheseau impersonation there, but it's uh, <laughs> it's something that he's really latched onto, and uh, sometimes it makes for a funny video, and sometimes it. Uh, just sits in the camera roll and doesn't get posted. But uh, when uh, when the team was in Winnipeg and and uh, Jonathan did his usual uh, antics uh, to my phone, recording him walking out to the ice, he came up to me in the locker room after and said something to the to the tune of, "Oh, you like that? You like when I when I ruin your videos?" And little does he know that's the content that people want. Uh, Kaylee, you mentioned Nicholas Haig again earlier. Uh, uh, on Friday, it was an off day for the team, uh, and I had the good fortune of going out and enjoying the day and playing some golf. And uh, on the before we got to the first tee box, ran into Nicholas Haig, who was uh, making the turn, uh, going off to play the tenth hole, just finished his front nine, and uh, everyone will be, including Nicholas's family, very happy to hear that he asked if he could use my sunscreen because he saw me applying and and said, "Oh golly, I forgot." Let me borrow some of that. And, uh, and he lathered up well. So uh, in case anyone was wondering uh, if, if Nicholas Haig wore his sunscreen uh, the other day, the answer is yes. Uh, and, of course, as, as, an, as a hockey player does, he uh, was sure to chirp one of his teammates, whose name I'll leave out, who uh, definitely forgot the sunscreen the day before the team picture. And uh, once that's out there and circulated, you might be able to uh, try to figure out who that is. Um, Kaylee, you call this player a wholesome king all the time. Tell us about Nicholas Waugh. Well, no pun intended, because for those of you who didn't know, Waugh translates to king in French, which is why that's his emoji. So if any of you are ever wondering, you learned something new today. Uh, Wazi is probably one of the friendliest, nicest, chillest guys I've ever interacted with. Um, I actually had a conversation with him on the bench before warm-ups the last time we played in Edmonton. And he kind of likes to sit on the bench pregame and just take it all in and zen out a bit. So I was on the bench getting some content and, you know, I was like, hey, Wazi, what's going on? Just, you know, small talk. And he was saying how it was such a late puck drop that night. We started after 8 p.m. and then we had to fly back after. So he's like, you know, we, we really got to win this game because it makes the flight back so much better. And I was messing with him and I said, yeah, no pressure. We really got to win because it's going to really stink flying home. Home so late and so um, I said to him have a great game Wazi and then if you guys remember he scored the overtime winner in that oh, game. Oh this was Edmonton? Yes. Oh this I was, love this. I hadn't yeah. heard this story. I love this. Oh yes this was in Edmonton so I kind of wished him luck before the game and he was really really had that emphasis on winning this game and uh, as you know this was his second game back from injury as well and he scored the overtime winner for us so when I boarded the team plane, Wazi stops me and gives me a huge smile and goes, hey, we won the game. <laughs> so it was just incredible. Uh, he's he's very friendly, like I said, always smiling, and uh, he wouldn't hurt a fly. So we love Wazi for his wholesome personality. Very wholesome indeed. Uh, uh, and another one who kind of fits that bill, kind of fits all the bills we've been we've been talking about already, Keegan Colasar, um, someone who who's always... Uh, if he's not first in line, he's second or third when the chirps are flying around uh, to, to get his, his take in. Um, but my favorite Keegan Colasar story, uh, last year, uh, it, was in, we were, it was in February, and the team had an off day after we played in Calgary, and we didn't have a game for another week. So the team took a, a 
quick two-day trip to Banff in, in northern Canada and uh, we went out to Lake Louise uh, just a beautiful mountain backdrop we, we played some pond hockey and and uh, I was fortunate to get out there with the guys and uh, and mix it up and show off uh, my high school hockey skills that uh, very were very clear that uh, I wasn't going to play any higher level of hockey than that but the guys accepted me in the pickup game anyway and while we were out there, I, I went down and, uh, and ended up uh, tearing a ligament in my knee. Uh, toughed it out through the rest of the game, of course. Uh, got through the day. Hockey player, you know. Um, but uh, ended up having an injury to my knee for uh, a couple months and had uh, crutches and a big brace. And uh, where it comes back to Keegan Colasar. Uh, I, I stayed traveling with the team and whenever we got to a hotel late at night uh, or, or any time where I had you know my backpack in a suitcase or anything without ever being asked uh, and I would always try to be polite and, and say oh no thanks Keegs I'm good he would say he would come over he would take my suitcase from me and he would say no nope, I got you once you're back on your feet your bags on you're on your own bud but uh, the, you know, the, those are those moments that uh, you, know, you see a player out on the ice and, and you like his game and uh, then you, you hear those or you see those moments up close that uh, really adds to, to what you feel about a player. So, so that's where Keegan Colasar is for me. Uh, Kaylee, we wrote down a few more names here. Um, Brett Howden's the next one that, that I'm looking at here. Uh, and if, if they gave out an award, you know, we do our postseason awards for first star, for seventh player, for community service. If we had a politeness award, who's on your ballot? Uh, Brett Howden is definitely on it. <laughs> uh, he also is another one that's always smiling. Uh, very humble guy, just became a dad, which is awesome. So congrats to um, uh, Brett and his wife. Um, so he lights up when he talks about his son already. I think he said he's two weeks old. But uh, we were joking about how, you know, it's going to be a playoff baby and it's going to bring us luck. Um, so now he has a little son. I believe it's Charlie. Charlie Rhodes. And uh, good luck, Charlie, I think we can call him because we're rolling here. And by, by, when I say we're, I mean the team. <laughs> But Gordon and I, we try to roll out on social as well. Right. But we're rolling here, and um, so I guess that is good luck, Charlie. But Brett Howden is another guy who will just, you know, he won't walk by you without saying hello, how are you. Uh, and he'll make small talk with you, and uh, the guys love him in the room as well because he's very friendly. Um, and he also sits next to Wazi in the locker room, so we have two wholesome kings with uh, <laughs> Howden and Wazi sitting next to each other. So that's a very wholesome corner of the locker room. I think my favorite thing about Nicholas Waz, the nickname Wazi is longer than his actual last name. You know, you, that's you, hockey players for you. That's right. Michael Amadio, shortened to Ammo. Howden, shortened to Howdy. Marchi, from Marcia. So, Waz is the only one that gets longer, and that's that's one of my favorite things. And that's that's hockey for you, as you said. Uh, you said we're rolling along, and rolling along we are. Uh, Golden Knights uh, off today, Sunday, April thirtieth. Uh, back to the ice tomorrow, uh, Monday, for an 11 a.m. practice. Uh, that's all for Gordon and Kaylee. Brian McCormick, take us on home, buddy. Well, thank you, Gordon, and thank you, Kaylee, and uh, how much fun it was to hear how much fun you have covering this team day-to-day -day and up close and in person. You know, I think from listening to Gordon and Kaylee's discussion, 
one of the things that really jumps out to me is is the amount of of trust that the players have with Gordon and with Kaylee. You know, there's a reason why when you tune into the VGK social media channels that you're getting that maybe a look at the lighter side of some of these players, that they can let their guards down. We're so used to seeing hockey players uh, in interview settings and talking about getting pucks in deep and sticking to systems and trying to make sure they say the right things. But when they're around Gordon and Kaylee, that's when we see the personality come out because there's trust there and, and there's fun there, whether it's Gordon playing uh, shinny on the pond with the players at uh, Lake Louise or whether it's Michael Amadio's aff- uh, affection for Goldie. You know, that that's some of the, uh, the, the personal story building that comes through over the course of many weeks, many months throughout the season and, uh, and the bits of levity we'll see during the high stakes pressure of a playoff run. So tremendous uh, for Gordon and Kaylee to, to tell us how they make those stories come to be. Uh, and also to, uh, to to make clear that when you write something, when you comment, when you post at the VGK admins, they hear it, they read it, they think about it, and they want to hear more from you. So don't be shy. Make sure you're following the Golden Knights social channels throughout the postseason at Golden Knights on Twitter and Vegas Golden Knights on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, that's where you're going to get the the best uh, behind the scenes coverage throughout this Stanley Cup playoff run for the Golden Knights. Before we let you go, we'll uh, remind you that with a limited number of full season ticket memberships available for next season, the 23-24 campaign, the Vegas Golden Knights will hold an exclusive select a seat open house this Monday, May 1st, in advance of their second round series against the Edmonton Oilers. At Monday's event, the Golden Knights are going to invite all prospective full-season ticket members to view available seating options. Current members of the can't-wait list and current partial-season ticket members will have priority access. The general public will have an opportunity from 4 to 7 p.m. at T-Mobile Arena. For more information and to RSVP, head on to VegasGoldenKnights.com. And make sure to subscribe to VGK Today wherever you get your daily podcasts so you don't miss a moment of the Golden Knights' quest for the Cup. Justin Russo is back in the saddle again tomorrow, and it'll be Darren Millard on the mic to get us set for the Oilers and Golden Knights in Round 2, a series that will start at the Fortress. I'm Brian McCormick. This has been Episode 14 of VGK Today, presented by MGM Rewards. Go Knights, go! Go Knights, go!